Welcome back to Senior Living Marketing Success. In this episode, Dallas talks with Carmen DeVelis, a senior living photographer, about the importance of having high quality resident-focused photographs in your marketing. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. And as always, we're talking about the tour method. For those of you that this might be the first episode you've heard, the tour method is really simple. We have a system that is designed to help you book more tours and more move-ins for your community. And it's, it's real short. So T is for tell the right story. O is optimize your targeting. U is use the right automation. And R is reviews, reviews, reviews. And today we're going to be talking with our good friend, Carmen, who is going to help you tell the right story using photography. How are you doing, Carmen? Oh, wonderful. Are you kidding? It's my favorite topic. <laughs> I, which by the way, I love photography. I, 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 I feel like I may have missed my calling because I, I, I take photos all the time of my kids and animals and my whatever. And, um, and, 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 you know, all of us have our own little pet peeves when it comes to photography, by the way. Like, I hate it when someone does not crop a photo. Like, dude, why do you just crop all the junk out? Just crop what, anyway, I'm a big framing nerd. So, so Carmen, you have a couple of different ways that you use photography to help seniors and their families and senior communities. How did you get into this and, and tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, it's so interesting. And for you to talk about that, that's like your uh as a passion of yours is photography it was for me too and like i had my camera with me almost all the time but at the and i should say and i'm a registered nurse and a nurse practitioner for over 40 years and so i'm in i was 20 when i graduated and i just kept going to school you know but so by the time i'm like late late 50s 60s i'm thinking what have i ever ever asked myself what i really wanted to do and here I am with my camera hanging around my neck and saying, I don't really, I don't know, what is it? What could it be? And um, it just, there was just some things that had occurred. And I, as a nurse practitioner, my specialty was dementia care, um, neurology. And I listened to family stories and I thought, you know, these stories need to be told. I, I think our world would be such a less petty place if we realized what it was like for some people. And what they did and their challenges and how they triumphed and 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 I just couldn't imagine telling those stories without the photos and so that was like my great entrance into yeah let's just go from being um you know a hobbyist to taking classes and upping my gear of course and um so that really is I, I left to write a book I left the clinical world to write a book and tell these stories and and I, I followed 13 families for a couple years and Wow. And, and yeah, it was, it was, I learned things I didn't know. And I would have thought I knew so much. And um, throughout my time too, as a nurse practitioner, I did a lot of house calls, including long-term care communities. I was there all day long and uh, visiting with patients and uh, residents and families. And then, you know, I, I, so I had that, I had a lot of knowledge and I needed to kind of bring it all together. Um, and I, I started my business, Carmen's Legacy Productions, and I do photography. And uh, guess what? Who needed to learn about marketing? Me, <laughs> me. How do I, how do I show what I do? How do I get the message? How do I build that trust? What about social media? And yeah, you know, I didn't know a lot about that at all. 
much to say at all. I didn't really know. <laughs> yeah. And um, of course, I realized too what, what worked and what wasn't working and why and just studied, studied a lot. So I'm somewhat familiar with what you're talking about, the tour method. Love that. Love that. And eventually ended up now, so five, six years later, I have a nonprofit called Doggies for Dementia as well as the for-profit um, Carmen's Legacy Productions. And I work with long-term care communities to help them get the message out. They want to reach the families. The families need to learn what they have to offer to help make a good choice, right? And um, when you look at a lot of the marketing, it all appears to be quite similar. And yeah. Well, and especially, you know, one of the things we always see is, is community after community using stock images, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you were talking a minute ago, the, the old cliche came to mind of a picture is worth a thousand words, right? And I can see these photos, for those of you that are watching the video version of this interview, I mean, you can see these photos of these families and the love they have for each other and, you know, the, the, the joy and the excitement. And in a time in their lives when a lot of people don't think there's any joy left, right? For those of mm -hmm. us that have had family member, family members that have dealt with dementia or Alzheimer's and, you know, at the very end, it can just get very brutal, right? It's a very, very brutal disease um, as, as they just remember less and less. But we, we have one community we work with and, and they, they talk about how just because they can't remember the past doesn't mean you can't continue to create new memories, and I love that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that your photos and your, your photography does such a great job of helping to capture those memories, right? They may Thank not you. remember what they did, you know, 30 years ago, but you can still have these special moments together. Yeah. And interesting. One of the big questions that came up was even from the families, do we really want photos at this time? And the public was asking too, and interesting out of all the families, not a one walked first of all it was across the board no we really don't think we want it but we really love you we'll do it for you that's how that started and then those photos became these priceless priceless treasures for them and i you know i saw them in the homes and eventually as people passed i attended the memorial services and things and family i had never even met came up to me and go you're that carmen aren't you we those photos mean the world to us and even as I started speaking more, people would be crying really hard and um, thought, are the pictures too emotional? Or, and when they came up to me and would speak, they're like, you know, we wish we had done this. We regret it's too late. It's too late for us to do it. And so well, I learned a well, lot. I learned a lot. You know, one of the things that we talk about whenever we're, we're going in and working with a new community and, and, and a lot of times we, we stick with, we need to change the verbiage. Right. And it's one of those things that, that when, when someone lands on your community website, right, there is a fine line of that emotion, right? And, and the ones that play that right are going to win. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, it's okay to talk about the problems they're dealing with, right? When, when we work with a community and they, and they land and a, and, a, and a family comes to your website or they see a brochure, we always tell people, you don't want them to find your story. You want them to find their story. Mm -hmm. And so the more families that they see that they can relate to, oh man, the, you know, I can tell like that, that mother and her, and her daughter, her adult daughter, like they're still having these moments. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's why it's so important when you tell the story to not be afraid to get a little bit emotional. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And to do it in a way that they can relate. Right. Mm -hmm. So many communities, we see it time and time again. They all look the same. Right. They'll have the same stock images. They'll have a drone photo of their building from from the outside. They got a bunch of empty rooms, an empty dining room, an empty workout room. And you have to subliminally wonder, we're like, does anyone actually live here? Does anyone, does anyone use the workout room? Are they ever doing physical therapy? And so that's why photography is so important. So, so when we met you, I thought, oh man, we got to talk more about this. Thank you. And those images, I just want to say those images you're talking about, don't make us feel anything. Right. And we, Mm-hmm. As much as many of us will try to avoid it in our, in our society, we want to feel, we want to put ourselves there and to feel, um, and we make is. decisions, we make yes. decisions based on feelings, right? That, totally. So many people, yeah. we, you do, people, people are not going to pick your community based on the numbers and the facts and the amenities. Will that come into play to justify their decision? Yes, but they're going to make their decision yes. based on that emotion. And you have to trigger that emotion. Absolutely. Yeah. It was one of the things when I was a nurse practitioner and I was helping families to choose the right, the right community. And I said, first of all, walk in and just feel how do how do you feel? And to, to tap into that first thing. And if that first impression is online, then that first impression is online. How do you feel? That's a great point, Carmen. You, you never know which, place someone's first impression is going to be mm-hmm. and so whether it's online or it's in a phone conversation or a business card or at a, a community event where you're passing out your information you're exactly right exactly right so tell me more about the doggies uh for dementia yeah doggies for dementia is nonprofit. It's a 501c3 we're almost a year old now which means that I actually started the paperwork for this at the start of the pandemic. And um, I had been doing the work as part of my for-profit work for the last, before that, a good year, year and a half, um, when I realized that the photos that were most popular on social media, and that was important because our goal is to raise awareness, which means we want people to see the images, we want them to read the stories and to learn about dementia and uh, what the family stories are. We, we, they need to be popular, right? When we added dogs, suddenly, number one, we get those candid, kind of joyful, it's the dogs are one of dogs in humor, the great equalizers. It doesn't matter who you are, what's going on in your life, how much money you have, how many kids, what, what your story is when you add a dog, we're just all kind of there together, which is a real gift for people with dementia who might otherwise be, or their families, kind of uncomfortable. The other thing is they kind of even forgot that I was there with the camera so they could just be. And that just such a blessing because when we're capturing their real, and I don't like to use that word a whole lot, but their essence, their real personalities and what makes them special. And that love between them, I don't have to say a word, you could see it, right? And uh, so I saw the pictures with the dogs were popular. And then I had a dear friend, I do have a dear friend who is a little younger than me. So I think he might be 60 now, but he's had dementia for about six years. And my, when we spoke together, things, my dog was there and there was like this connection 
there and a real healing presence. And I just, I witnessed it and being a dog lover, it was perfect. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's awesome. Not? Yeah. Raise awareness and, and do it in kind of a cute way. So you do that for the nonprofits. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like your, your passion, right? But then because yeah. of this, you've, you've started a business that you go in and capture the, the, the community, uh, the residents of the community that the, the, these communities are using for their marketing materials. Right. Exactly. So, uh, so you've, you like me have seen some of the good and some of the bad and the ugly when it comes to the photos that communities are using, what makes good photography and good imagery in your opinion for these communities? Mm -hmm. So first we already said it feeling, we want to feel something. Um, and sometimes it's not even the technically perfect photos that make people feel something. We try to make it that way, honestly, you know, professional, we try to make it good. Right. But it's not always that way. Well, but, um, and here I'll, I'll, I'll back you up on this, right? Yeah. There are some very excellent technical stock images, but you can tell they're stock images, mm -hmm. right? They're beautifully taken photos, but it doesn't have any emotion because it's not real. It's not real. And you can tell the difference. We can all, we can all tell the difference. If, if you don't know it, even consciously, subconsciously, you know, that's, this is not real. And we want to feel something real because you're trusting this community with your family. It needs to be real. It just needs to be real upfront Absolutely. because that's a trust issue right there. Then you're wondering, can I trust them? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, I want to, it all looks good, but Oh, it's just, it's missing that piece. Um, the other thing is I, I tell, I tell communities, tell me about your values because the images need to be consistent with your values. They need to show up in your work. And um, I have, that's the foundation of my businesses where we stand, uh, for instance, doggies for dementors, you know, compassion, inspiration, and courage. And I look to see, do we see those in the images? Does that come through? Um, of course, real people, I like, you know, where there's a great turnover in long-term care anyway. I'm like, this is the perfect time to honor your staff, your, your team members and get involved, make it an event kind of thing and make it a really wonderful way to say thank you and to honor a photo shoot is a really, it's a very healing experience anyway, you know, and to get people together, working together on a united front to say, this is who we are, this is what we stand for. And, and here we are, um, it's just, it's a really moving experience. And um, so those are, you know, two of the, the top things. And uh, along those lines, even with my private clients, private or business, larger groups, I ask them to think about those values and what they want people to feel when they look at the images. And that gets us past that worry about, do I look okay? Does my face look fat at this image? Or should I have lost 10 pounds? Or maybe my hair is flat this day. And when we're thinking about what's important to us, the other stuff um, is kind of gone. Those great, are my top things. Great. <laughs> no, that, that's perfect. That's perfect. So, uh, one more thing, if, if someone is on a limited budget and they're trying to shoot some stuff in their own community, right? Maybe someone on staff has a camera. What would you tell them? Like, like how, how would you tell them to, you know, they, they maybe they can't afford to bring in Carmen or, or, you know, one of your colleagues around the country, and they, they've got to make do for some of these smaller communities with in-house folks, right? What are some tips to, to, to put together a photo shoot on a budget? 
on a budget. Okay. Well, one thing I say is sometimes we worry a lot about posing, but oftentimes the candid as, I mean, there are activities going on in most communities quite often is to capture those at the time and get the emotions involved or, you know, I've seen some really fun and I photographed them fun um, kind of volleyball with the balloons kind of thing. Yep. The uh -huh. look on people's faces is they, you know, get the ball across the net and it's just, it, it's really, those are the kind of things we want to see. So you don't have to be super keen on posing and things like that. Just capture the candid moments. And um, another big piece, I would say that it would be key for all communities, and I help people with this too, repurpose. So things that are on yes. the website can be used on the brochure, can be used in social media. You can convert using certain um, filters to make them look a little different, but still a part of it or a series. So let's go back to the volleyball game with the balloon. That you could get 10, 15 great shots of, for instance, say, and that's your series that you could talk about in social media, but then can be part of a blog. And you know, you could just use it so many different ways rather than stop and think this is for the website, that's it. And put it away into the website folder and not look at it again, which is a real loss of, um, ability to use things in a, a variety of ways and save money too, and time and effort. Great. So Carmen, where all do you, what's your range right now? I know you, we talked a little bit before this, that you're looking at expanding your services and partnering with photographers around the country, but where, where are you working right now? Where, who all can reach out to you and how do they get a hold of you? Yes. So I'm in the central Texas area right now. I'm uh, between Austin and, and Dallas pretty much. And so I go both places, including Waco Temple and things. So communities all around there. And I have family in San Antonio. I'm in San Antonio quite a bit also. And so I've traveled around Texas. For Doggies for Dementia, yeah, I'm working with photographers in other states who want to become part of the organization, uh, which by the way, although our purpose is to uh, support families and raise awareness. That's a great, uh, it's also a really great way for communities to show their values, what they stand up for. So there's ways to do that too. Um, and I have traveled around quite a bit for doggies for dementia. And, um, we might even take that on the road in a camper. I don't know. <laughs> it's is, in the, it's that, in the book. <laughs> what is the, uh, the best way to get a hold of you? Is there yes. a website or a phone number? How do you want people to reach out to you? Sure. I would say the phone number is great because between the two businesses, it gets a little confusing. And that's 512-920-2825. Uh, and uh, otherwise, it's doggiesfordementia.org. There's lots of ways to get a hold of me there. And uh, Carmen's, okay. like, Carmen's Legacy Productions. I'm all over social media. I have learned even at 62, I'm all over social media and work at it, Instagram, Facebook and beyond. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah. what we'll do for, for those of you that are, that are in our social or in our Facebook group, we'll be sure and post those links when we um, in this post uh, about the podcast. So you'll be able to see all of her websites, uh, some of her images that she shot, uh, anything else that she shares with us, we'll put it in there. So she's easy for you to find. Carmen, I really appreciate you. Um, you know, giving us your time today. I know time is very precious for all of us. And, uh, and so we really appreciate, appreciate you uh, spending that with us this afternoon. And then also one more thing uh, before you go, 
is this is an absolute must, right? For those of you listening, you have to sit down and think about what is what do the images on your website and in your brochures, what do they say about your community, right? What, what story do they tell? And if, if you don't think it's telling the right story, I promised you your prospective residents and their families, they do not think it's a good story either. Uh, so be honest with yourself, get with Carmen, find a photographer in your area that shares this same kind of, uh, you know, vision for what it should be. Reach out to us, ask questions in the Facebook group, but this is absolutely a must. Uh, and if, if, if you've got bad photography, your everything else, you could spend, you know, $20,000 on a fancy website and the images are going to keep it from converting. So again, Carmen, thanks so much for, for being here. Uh, and we look forward to you having, having you participate in the group more. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Thank you so much. Loved, loved right. talking about this. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Senior Living Marketing Success. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, could you give us a review that would really help us out and help us get our message to more people? If you want to learn more about what we do, just go to facebook.com and search Senior Living Marketing Success to join our group. We hope to see you there.